Well, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Since we have followers all over the world, I welcome you to Black Women in Power. And as I always say, we bring amazing people to you doing amazing things. And today, of course, will not disappoint you. We have the amazing uh, Mr. Bruce George with us, who is the co-founder of Deaf Poetry Jam and the founder of the movement Genius is Common. And how are you doing today, Bruce? Good day, Dr. King. I am blessed. No, I'm definitely blessed to be here. First and foremost, I would like to thank the good Lord for blessing us to be here. And I would like to thank you for having me on your show. And I want to thank your guests for tuning in. Appreciate you. Well, thank you. And we're glad to have you. Excited to hear about all that you have going on. So tell us, who is Bruce George? Good question. Um, do you have the time? I'm a lover. <laughs> I want I'm a the lover. short version. This, I'm going to give you the abridged version. So I'm a, I'm a lover of God. I'm a child of God. My work is my ministry. I'm a social activist. Um, I was born in Harlem, raised in the Bronx. I lived in Brooklyn for over 15 years. I'm a New Yorker to the umpteenth percentile. And I'm a firm believer, Dr. King, that your work is your ministry, right? Um, I'm blessed that four legacies under my belt. Uh, I'm right brain and left brain, but I'm classic right brain. And I specialize in so many different things, you know, psychology, philosophy, classic literature, non-linguistic programming, metaphysics, body language, the law of attraction, I specialize in power. I'm a wordsmith, word engineer, and a master quotologist. So that's just to name a few, that's the abridged version. And uh, one being one of my legacies, uh, you know, a co-founder of Deaf Poetry Jam on HBO, founder of the Geniuses Common Movement, founder of the Bandana Republic, which is a literary anthology by gang members and affiliates. And then I'm a master quotologist as well. So glad to be here. So, okay, let's, let's go back to the beginning. Okay, you sound like you are uh, a genius, uh, no pun intended. Uh, how did you, uh, as a child, grow up and avid reader? Talk a little bit about growing up in Harlem. Yeah, well, you know, I was, uh, you know, my mother, Lane Georgia Sarrow, God bless her, she's still with us. Single parent home, grew up in a single parent home, uh, which was a lot atypical of a lot of young black brothers that didn't have fathers in their homes. And so, you know, I had to be very creative. You know, um, I had to learn how to negotiate my environment. Uh, and it's a genius just to survive an environment where, you know, people are preying on each other, prey or predator, you know, trying to survive. I mean, Ozzy Davis said it best. He said, being an African-American, however, implies that something at the core of your existence is in crisis mode or will be at some point in life. He's also said all struggles between the power to resist and the power to oppress. So being young, Growing up in the neighborhood, you had to learn how to negotiate the shark-infested waters, and I was blessed to be able to do that. And one way of escaping that was to study and read. Uh, you know, knowledge is a defense. Money is a defense, right? So, you know, I've studied a lot, read a lot, and then I'm just, I just have a love of knowledge, Phil lover, philosophy, knowledge, philosopher. You know, I just have a love of knowledge. I study every single day, religiously. Um, and it's just, it's just something that's second nature to me. I love that. I love first and foremost that you are a child of God and you acknowledge him. Um, because 
uh, it seems like uh, a lot of celebrities are moving away from God, are, are, are chasing the dollar bill, are chasing mm -hmm. stardom. Talk a little bit about that. Well, it's nothing but vanity and vexation of spirit. You know, um, I have all of these accolades, but guess what? It's nothing but vanity and vexation of spirit because it's not about who I am. It's about whose I am. You get a lot of these so-called celebrities that they forget that point. You know, they start feeling themselves, smelling themselves, and, and they forgot they forgot the fact that we all are blessed. We all are ordained to do what we're doing before we're even born. God has this amazing sense of humor, that's the king, where he gives us the so-called free will to do what we want to do, but the fine print reasons are you do what I instilled in you to do. You never be happy and you never have purpose. So when you get these so-called celebrities that are that forget the fact that they've been blessed, that it's not about them, it's about him. Because I'm a believer, so I'm gonna speak truth to power, which is my Lord and Savior, right? That it's not about us, it's about him. And when they overstand that fact, then they will humble themselves, right? And then when they do that, then God will continue to bless them and prosper them. You know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So a lot of them that forget the fact that they were blessed, those are the ones that we read about. Those are the ones that we hear, all of the drama that goes on. And God says in the Bible, I polluted them in their own gifts. Right. Mm. So it's important that we learn and, and realize that, no, it's not about us, that our work is our ministry, the service is the rent you pay for being on earth. That's my philosophy. I love it. Thank well, you. Who knew? Who knew? Because you and I, honestly, this is our first real conversation, although we've been connected for years. Mm -hmm. So you didn't know much about me and I didn't know much about you. Uh, you you may not have known. You probably don't know that I am the daughter of a pastor. My grandfather pastored in the Church of God in Christ for over 70 years. God bless you. So this is my life, my mm -hmm. ministry, my mm -hmm. purpose. My genius, even, absolutely. Even um, spreading the gospel throughout the world through social media. How many people do you know that have taken on that task? Because it's a huge one. Yeah, it is, it is a huge task. Uh, God says in the Bible, "We're killed all day long, but we faint not." Right. And as believers, you know, we learn. We, we look at the world a lot differently from people that are non-believers. Um, all things happen to the good of those who love the Lord or call according to his purpose. But let me say this and, and digress that I have to shout out Black Women Empowered. Dr. King, you did an amazing job with your social media ministry and network. You know, um, did an amazing job. Um, congratulations, 10 years plus in. Uh, congratulations with how you are empowering people spiritually, personally, and professionally you know, in terms of your platform. And so all of the, the numbers and with the millions of people who follow us on Facebook and just all of the different social media antennas that you are attached to um, is part and parcel of the fact that you were doing what you're supposed to do and you're doing the right thing. So I love the fact that your platform not only embraces women, but it embraces men. Um, I love the fact that your platform addresses domestic abuse and domestic violence and against men and women, not just women, but against men as well. And so I just wanted to give you your flowers. I would be remiss if I didn't do that. So just wanted to You did your homework. I'm really impressed. <laughs> a lot of people, I'm telling you, a lot of people don't even know 
when they come on for an interview, they really don't even know the depth of black men and black women empowered. So I'm impressed. And no, I'm, I what you I'm do. easily impressed. <laughs> there's a there's a quote that says the streets don't blink, right? Um, people pay attention when you think they're not paying attention. And so no matter how busy I may appear to be, uh, my ear is always to the ground and I'm always paying attention to you know, the heavy hitters such as yourself and others that are really making a difference and making an impact because we need people like you. We need organizations like your organizations because our black women are hurting, our black men are hurting. You know, all struggles between the power to resist and the power to oppress, Ozzie Davis said that. You cannot retire from struggle. You know, every, even the Buddhists say everything inter R and inter B, right? Even God says there's a time for love, there's a time for hate, there's a time for peace, there's a time for war, there's a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, right? There's a time to find and there's a time to lose. So there's, there's a time for everything under the sun. But as a believer, we understand the fact that all things happen to the good of those who love the Lord. That things don't happen to us, they happen for us. You know that. I love it. I love it. Um, so uh, let's talk about the Deaf Poetry Dream. By the way, I have a, a poetry book that is published on Amazon myself. Which nice. is, it's very thought provoking and um, it's called Creative Words Flowing. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's not for everybody, but I talk about social issues. I talk about spiritual issues. I talk about domestic violence. I talk about all the stuff that I stand for. Mm. I've written poems for. Um, so I'm really excited to talk about how you came up with Death Poetry Dream and how did you connect with Russell Simmons? Good question. I was blessed to be one of the founders of Death Poetry Dream and HBO with Russell Simmons, along with Deborah Pointer. Uh, and Danny Simmons. You know, um, I was blessed to uh, bring the concept to Danny Simmons, who brought it to Russell Simmons, who brought it to HBO. We wound up getting a Peabody Award for six seasons in HBO and a Tony Award for the Broadway version. I was the town executive at HBO and executive consultant to the Broadway show, and the rest is the same history. You know, and it was just one of those things where it was like it was a part of the zeitgeist at the time, where spoken word really was it raised its head, you know, and the poet was really just out there doing its thing. You know, the poet has always been the controller of history. The poet has always been the truth there. So around that time, it was ripe for something like that poetry jam on HBO because we caught the world in a very reflective state. That was around post 9-11. So what better way to catch or capture the imaginations of people and the minds of people and to steal them and to feed them with knowledge than when they're in a state of reflection. And that's exactly what we were blessed to do. So I want to thank everybody that watched the show. I want to thank everybody that supported it. Um, I want to thank the poets, first and foremost, uh, that were on the show, the Broadway version, as well as the uh, the HBO version of it. I want to thank everybody that was, that was involved in it. Now, in terms of founder, co-founder, there's like a million and one different versions of that, but that's a whole nother conversation. God, yeah. God knows the truth, and I know the truth, and a lot of people know the truth. Okay, well, uh, and the truth so, so shall set you free. Absolutely, um, and I'm free as a bird. It's in the word. <laughs> so, um, you know, so how did it get, I mean, what, what gave you the vision? And I, I used to watch it all the time because you had some very talented um, poets come yeah. on. Yeah, and it was an epiphany. 
actually, Dr. King, I was in, I was renting a brownstone in, in Brooklyn, Park Slope, Brooklyn. Um, and uh, I was watching Def Comedy Jam. And this is a beautiful evening, right? I'm, imagine this, if you will. I'm in a beautiful brownstone in an opulent neighborhood. Shutters is open. It's a beautiful night. The Zephyrs is coming through the window. You just, you know, it was, I'm, I'm eating a burrito, watching my iguana in a tank, watching Def Comedy Jam. And then all of a sudden, the epiphany hit me, like, Def Comedy Jam, Def Poetry Jam, right? There should be a poetry version to the comedy version. At the time, I was a spoken word artist. I was heavily on the circuit, right? And then I said, boom, Def Comedy Jam, Def Poetry Jam. And it just really, that, that's when it was downloaded into my spirit. But I couldn't do anything with it because I didn't know Danny Simmons. I didn't know Russell Simmons, you know, any of them. And so one thing kind of led to the other. And I was able to meet Danny Simmons at his home, his old home in Brooklyn um, slash gallery, because he's a painter, he's an amazing painter, abstract painter. And I uh, said to him, listen, you know, you guys uh, had that com deaf comedy jam, what do you think about there being poetry version? And you could see the spark in his eyes, you could see it resonated with him. And then one thing led to the other, and then the next, you know, here we are. History has been made. That is uh, amazing. You know, one of my favorite sayings is God doesn't give you a vision without provision. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. In, your, in your mind, he's going to provide the means for it to come to fruition. Absolutely. The thing with Black Women Empowered, I and mean, we started with just 200 women on on a Facebook group. That, that group wow. 224,000 still up and thriving wow <laughs> you see how it works but you as believers we know that 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 god is the author and the finisher of our faith right that he would not start something in us and not finish it that he would finish it to the day of jesus christ right so we know that he is the author and finisher of our, of our faith and the beautiful thing about it is dr king that you were ordained to do what you're doing before you were even born you know, God has this amazing sense of humor. He gives us the so-called, again, the so-called free will to do what we want to do, but the fine print reason until you do what I instilled in you to do, you never be happy and you never have purpose, right? There are a lot more ordained ministers out of church than in church. You see somebody flipping burgers? That's an ordained minister. You see somebody cleaning the streets? That's an ordained minister. There's no such thing as a menial job. That's an elitist job. All jobs are meaningful. That's why Dr. King said it. If you're nothing but a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper. I love that. So after six years, six seasons, um, it ended. And then where did you go from there? Um, from there, um, I rode it till the wheels fell off. You know, I, I rode that title. You know, the co-founder settled on the co-founder title. And I just rode that and just rode it and rode it and rode it like we're supposed to. You know, um, speaking engagements, I've conducted hundreds of creative writing workshops and was well received. Uh, you know, I'm a Virgo, so uh, ruled by Mercury, as they say. Um, you know, the planet of words and communications. And no wonder I'm a master quotologist and a word engineer and all those different things by God's grace. You know, it just really, just, just really, just rocked until the wheels falls off. And then, in 2014 is when God downloaded into my spirit the genius is coming open. I'm sure we will unpack that when we're ready. Well, that's where we are. So talk about it. Well, the genius is coming movement 
metaphorically speaking, Dr. King is the first movement to put the word genius on trial. We're the first movement to tear down the Berlin Wall of the word genius and put it in the hands of the people where it belongs. So you take a young lady from a housing project that micro braids hair like Picasso painted, that's a genius. Dave Chappelle is a genius of a comedian. Bishop T.D. Jakes is a genius of a bishop. So my GIC movement is the first movement to uh, decolonize the word genius, ever since its etymology, by the way. So we've made history. So when they say you're only a genius if you have 130, 140 IQ and Mensa, it's pure nonsense. That was an arbitrary number made up of Stanford University to make you 1% of the population which is rooted in elitism. What they don't want us to know, but it's too late now, is that the true origin of the word genius doesn't just apply to intellect. Even Einstein said, we're all geniuses. And if you were to judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, you'd spend so life believing that it's stupid. The philosopher Buckminster Fuller said that every child is born a genius, but the process of life degeniuses them. The German philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer said that talent is a target that no one else can hit, but geniuses are targeted that no one else can see. So we're the first movement, Dr. King, to let the world know that the true origin of the word genius comes from the word genie out of Northern Africa. That ain't Sharon. And the genie is the guiding tutelary spirit within each of us. So the genius in us is the genie in us, and the genie in us is the God in us, or the source energy in us, depending upon what your beliefs are. Because I don't proselytize, I just tell people we all have a genius. Some call it God, which I do, because I'm a believer. Some call it source energy. But those that believe in God, I take them back to the etymology, and I say, listen to the word genie in Genesis. Hmm. Genesis is the beginning. God is the alpha and the what? Omega. Look at the word gene in your genes. Your genes is your whole makeup of who you are. Now, when I speak to believers, such as yourself, Dr. King, I take them straight to the Bible. Luke 17, 21. Say neither low here nor low there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Genesis, we created him in our own image. Psalms, you are gods with the little g. 1 Corinthians 3, 16. Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. Now, we're really going to church with Romans 4.17, as it is written, and made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were, right? So the movement is very transformative. It was downloaded into my spirit in the latter part of 2014. So we're in our ninth year. Black Women Empowered is in over 10 years. We're not too far from you in terms of when it was downloaded into my spirit. You know. I tell people this all the time. You were ordained to do what you're doing before you were even born. As believers, we understand the fact that, as God says in the Bible, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. Right? But a lot of people did not listen to spirit or don't listen to spirit. So that's why I didn't miss them all. Right? That's why I say lean not towards your own understanding, acknowledgement all your ways, and you will direct your path. But if you're doing your own thing, yeah, you're making all this money, but you're miserable doing it. That's what you weren't ordained to do. You're so busy following money. You're so busy following fame. It's not about that. That's all about vanity and vexation of spirit. And, one, and people wonder why they're not fulfilled. Go figure. Yeah, because you see so many celebrities that are very rich, and they're not happy. They're committing suicide. Miserable. Yeah, they're committing their own drugs, they're in um, counseling because they're chasing what's already what's within them. 
already within them. And the thing is, I wrote a quote where I said, the grass may seem greener on the upper side, but their lives are as toxic as the fertilizer. So a lot of times we think people are so doing well, but what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? So there are a lot of people that are soulless, right? Soulless. They have all these cars, they have all these homes, but they're not resting well. They're not sleeping well because they have no peace, right? They have no peace, you know? And, and they're chasing something that or going after something that is nothing but it's vanity and vexation of spirit. So that's not something that is going to last. That's some, that's not something that is going to, you can hold on to. That's not something that you can bring with you when you transition. Because why? Again, it's nothing but vanity and vexation of spirit, right? And so what we know, what lasts, and what lasts is your work ministry. What lasts is paying homage to our Lord and Savior. What lasts is, is, is your good works that you do. But last is being obedient to spirit. Those are the things that last. Service. Who are you serving? Right? Who are, who are you serving? Who could service is the rent you pay for being on earth? Who are you serving? What does your ministry do? People could care less about your accolades. What are you doing for them? What are you doing for the people? Whoever you fed, not only just you know, you know, food-wise, but knowledge-wise, right? Who have you ministered to? Who have you helped? You know. Can a person call you four o'clock in the morning and you minister to them? Yes or no? Can a person uh, 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 rely upon you to be a person of your word that you mean what you say and say what you mean? Those are the things that really matter, right? Not your accolades and you this and you that and you have all these awards and, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. I love it. I love it. Um, so... With the movement, what is your ultimate goal? Because I, I, I sense that um, part of it is to instill in everyone that they have genius. That's that's have genius. The, but the other part is to have them pass it down to their children and their children's children. Is that children's children? Right. Absolutely, you're correct with that. The Genesis is coming movement is positioned to become a part of the American lexicon like Nike's just do it in, in spread obey your thirst. The main goal of the movement is to decolonize the word genius so that when a young boy or a young girl sees the word or hears the word genius, they think of themselves and not Einstein. They think of themselves and not some, you know, some number, you know, you have to have a certain IQ in order to be a genius. You know, and that was nothing but pure poppycock, 130, 140 IQ and Mensa. You know, again, it was an arbitrary number made up at Stanford University to make you 1% of the population, which is rooted in elitism. What about emotional intelligence, EQ? What about social intelligence, SQ, right? Nobody cannot tell me that LeBron James is not a genius at basketball. Nobody cannot tell me that Serena is not a genius of tennis, even though she's in retirement or have retired. She's still a genius at tennis, right? You know, and, and nobody cannot tell me that you, Dr. King, is not a genius in terms of the work ministry that you do and the work that you have been doing and that God will continue to, may he continue to bless you to continue to do. We're geniuses at what we do. And so the geniuses coming movement is about, a main goal of it is to decolonize the word genius and put it in the hands of the minds of the people where it belongs. That's the main goal of the movement. I love that. So who are some of the people that uh, I know that I'll be doing a new clip soon, but who are some of the people that you have um, tapped into 
to talk to do the videos. Well, we 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 have people of all like ages. We have geniuses coming videos. People that are moving from as, as young as three years old. Wow. That when they said genius is coming, it sounds like they were saying Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming because he is right. And then <clears throat> we are celebrity magnet. Uh, big up the Tavis Smiley. He's our ninety fifth celebrity to actually submit a video. I didn't post his video yet, but we have ninety five celebrities that actually did geniuses coming video jobs. Starting with <clears throat> first and foremost Malik Yoba. My homie, shout out to Malik Yoba from New York Undercover, Why Did I Get Married Empire. He was the first one to actually do a video, so I have to pick him up. And we're 95 in. We have actor Malik Yoba, Nikki Giovanni, The Last Poets, the late Tommy Ford from The Martin Lawrence Show, uh-huh. Bernadette Stennis, a.k.a. Thelma from Good Times, actor Dorian Wilson, comedian Ronnie Perry. We even have a genius that's coming video from the first Black Bond girl. Her name is uh, Trina Park. She looks amazing. Antonio Fargas, Bill Duke. I mean, and the list goes on and on to the break of dawn. We even have 42 classic vintage rappers. Curtis Blow, Grandmaster, Nelly Mel, Dudo mm-hmm. from Lords of the Underground. And by the way, happy 50th anniversary to hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, well, this is, this is really, really good. So are you going around doing presentations on it? What, what are you doing with it other than Okay. What I'm basically doing is running the movement. Good question. I'm basically running the movement. I'm the head honcho. I run everything and own everything. Uh, we have a presence in all 50 states. Uh, what? All 50 states, 18 countries with 46 ambassadors and growing. Uh, we have a presence in Jamaica, Barbados, Ghana, Kenya, Dubai, Norway, Nigeria, the UK, Canada, the Bahamas, St. Lucia, Germany, Denmark. We're about to have a presence in the Dominican Republic and Panama. And so a lot of my time, Dr. King, is basically in running the movement. When a cusp of breaking mainstream, any day, hour, a month now, like Black Lives Matter and the Me Too movement's perspective. And shout out to Toronto Burke, who is the founder of the Me Too movement. She's on her homepage next to the legendary Nikki Giovanni, who did Genesis Coming Videos as well. We even have a Genesis Coming Video from the United States Army in full uniform. Hi, my name is Staff Sergeant Songs, who my Genesis Songs are Genesis Comment. So I'm bigging up the Army as well in reference to their support. Um, and yes, yeah, so my, my main goal is to just run the movement, continue to streamline it, continue to make sure that it's cohesive um, and be ready for it to, to fully break mainstream, which we anticipate will happen any day, hour, a month, not like Black Lives Matter and we to move this respect. Awesome. Well, you're doing an amazing job. I can Thank say you much, so I'm you very impressed. Um, you know, this this won't be the last I you know, I'm a visionary like you. So when Absolutely. when uh, we talk, um, just visions of different things just start in my head of things that we can do together and we will be doing together. So I am Remember Jesus, yes. My brother. Uh, Thank keep you. Keep on, on doing what you're doing. Keep on empowering. Keep on uplifting. Keep on encouraging and always keep God first, which I know you do. Absolutely. This is awesome. I appreciate you. So um, tell everyone how they can uh, reach out to you or how they can follow you. Or- the movement? Yeah, um, I'm Googleable. Um, you know, you just put my name, Bruce George, in Google. I'm Google verified as well. Um, Genius is Common is number one on Google. Um, you could just, I would implore your audience to go to geniusiscommon.com or geniusiscommon.me and, and join the movement. You know, and I cannot thank you enough for allowing me on your platform to 
not only express my brand, but the brand of the Geniuses Common Movement. And just this, what you're doing is amazing. What you're doing is, is powerful. And the reason why it's so successful is because God is in it, right? God is in it and you're doing it for the right reason. You know, this is not about you and, and, and you know, and your celebrity. No, this is about you being able to, to, to have a platform that's gonna change lives, right? Um, your work is your ministry. And what I appreciate about you, Dr. King, is that you take your work ministry very seriously. You know, a lot of people don't, though, unfortunately, you know, because they're doing it for all the wrong reasons, you know, um, because it's about them. And it's not about what their true purpose should be, which is about the people, you know, and, and galvanizing the people and educating the people and healing the people. So I salute you in reference to the work that you have done, are doing, and will do in terms of the countless lives that Black women and men have benefited from Black women in power. So I salute you in reference to that. And Black men in power. Thank you so much. Black men in power. Thank you. And we want to thank everyone that tuned in. We'll ask that you please share the broadcast. This is great information. This is an amazing man that you need to be connected with. Um, and uh, Bruce, thanks so much. Thank you so much. We'll be talking, and uh, I'm sure we're going to be doing some stuff. This isn't the last that you see do together. I can Absolutely. promise. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. All right. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. God bless you. And uh, continue to explore your genius, walk in your purpose, and make a difference. God bless. Genius of comment.